Good morning. This is Dina Marie, host of Faith Moments and the Voice of the Shepherd with highlights from the hilltop on Mater Day Radio. With a call to grow in prayer, fasting, and almsgiving during the season of Lent, the Benedictine monks at Mount Angel Abbey offer a beautiful and a prayerful place to come away and seek things above. With me today to discuss the season of Lent and some beautiful opportunities to come together at the Hilltop with special events is Brother Anselm Flores. Brother Anselm, welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Mater Day Radio. Yeah, thank you, Dina Marie. It's, it's glad to be here and it's glad to actually be with you during this time of Lent. I mean, it's just the first week, but it's so it's a, it's a good start to the season. Oh, it's a beautiful start to the season. And I want to just put a heads up for our listeners to mark your calendar for the official Feast of St. Joseph, March 19th, to be at the Hilltop because there's a beautiful concert you'll be providing for us at the Abbey Church. But I also just want to get started in hearing about how the monks and really the monastery, the seminarians, how you've entered the Lenten season. And just give us a sense from Ash Wednesday to the Mm. first few days of Lent, how that's been for you, for our seminarians, and and for the monks in general. Yeah, so, you know, um, before Lent begins, all the monks, all the monks are supposed to be thinking about what they're going to do for Lent. And two weeks before Lent starts, um, every monk is given what's called a bona opera, which in Latin means good work. And uh, we're supposed to fill it out. It has the words of St. Benedict on the chapter of Lent, on the chapter in the Holy Rule on Lent, and we're supposed to fill out what book we're reading and some Lenten practices that we're going to be doing, writing our name on it, and then submitting it to the abbot. So this, the abbot gets all of these, all the monks, bona operas, and he reads all of them and sends them back uh, with his blessing. And, you know, one of the great moods, I guess, of Lent, especially in the monastery, I feel it in the monasteries, you know all your brothers are doing all of these things. We don't know in particular the practices, but we all know we're in it together. Mm-hmm. And so there's this sense of pilgrimage in Lent. And, you know, uh, Lent is 40 days. Easter is 50 days. So that's 90 days of spiritual power. And Lent is 40 days of preparation mm-hmm. for the big celebration of Easter. And, you know, what uh, what, char- what would characterize this pilgrimage? There's a beautiful image that we, the beautiful sign we use on Ash Wednesday, uh, the sign of ashes. And there's a transformation in that, in the liturgy, actually. And I'll I'll explain it to you now, but the transformation is you have the sign of ashes, which we put on at the beginning of Lent, and that symbolizes everything turning into ash, right? Everything is leaning towards the end, which in the end is, is death, is ash, dust. But at the end of Lent, we go into Easter, and what's the next big symbol? Water. Water is the next big symbol. And then at Pentecost, it's fire. So this is the pilgrimage. This is the pilgrimage that's happening. We're going from Lent with a symbol of ash, and we're slowly dying to ourselves in fasting, almsgiving, and prayer. And then we're plunged into water. The ashes are plunged into water in baptism. And they're brought into the fire of new life in Pentecost. That's what's in the monk's mind when he's thinking about Lent and when he's, when he's doing his Lenten practices. 
in Lent, he's slowly dying to himself, as we all are, mm -hmm. in prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, looking forward to Easter, the Easter mysteries, especially renewing our baptismal vows in the monastery, and then finally being on fire. So there's the, that's our pilgrimage here in the monastery, going from ashes plunged into water and then into fire. Hmm. It's such a great visual, and we are so sensory. You know, all of our sacraments have the senses, the lighting of the candle, the baptismal candle, you know, mm -hmm. uh, when we have the oil, the healing oils, the chrism oil. You just bring up, uh, Brother Anselm, just the beauty of our faith, and we sense that. But to dust mm -hmm. we were, we began, and to dust we will go at, the, at our oh, death. Yeah. And yet Jesus promises our resurrection, the resurrection mm -hmm. from the dead. I'm talking with Brother Anselm as the monastery at, at Mount Angel Abbey begins the Lenten journey, just as we all do on pilgrimage. And I think you bring up such a great point, Brother, that you learn from St. Benedict, this writing down and making this commitment, but it, you're all in the community together. And isn't that how it should be in our families, yeah. that husbands and wives, brothers and sisters, that a whole family could do oh, yeah. just that. What are we doing as a family, as a small yeah. community in the Lenten journey? How could we apply St. Benedict's rule to our homes, to maybe our, our small prayer groups? Yeah, that's a good question. And, you know, the church gives us the three basic practices of Lent, which are fasting, almsgiving, and prayer. And, you know, you could take them at face value. Fasting means not eating. Almsgiving means giving money to the poor and prayer means conversation with God. But you can take them into a deeper meaning and apply it to small communities, families, prayer groups. What is fasting? Fasting is a conversion of self in which you just give up something you desire. You know, traditionally it's food, but something that, that you like doing or maybe that you're too absorbed in. Like maybe fast from watching TV or watching Netflix or electronics and use that time to pray with your family or your friends or use that time to spend it, spend it with activities with someone you love. That's also a form of fasting. Almsgiving, giving money to the poor, but giving anything that's valuable to us, to anyone, that is also almsgiving. Giving your time to someone giving your ear to someone to listen and really care for them, giving someone a smile because a smile is a blessing, especially giving a smile to maybe someone you're having difficulty with. I mean, just imagine someone that you're having difficulty with. Can you smile at them? Maybe that's something to do for Lent. Give, give your time to them. And prayer, really, it just boils down to just spend maybe five or ten more minutes um, silently with God alone and see what happens. Because God, the Holy Spirit, will always surprise us when we open ourselves to him. If we allow him the op opportunity to be with us, then he'll change us. But we have to make that time. And so for prayer, you know, you don't have to do anything extra, uh, but you can give just a little of your time to prayer. So just five or 10 minutes in silence and waiting for his word to come and, and just see what happens, see what transformation happens in your thoughts and in your heart. 
Right. We are on the Lenten journey with Brother Anselm from the Mount Angel Abbey, Benedicting Monks, and he and the monks are inviting you to a special event on March 19th. It's a Sunday, will be the Feast of St. Joseph, and they invite you to come really for the whole day, but a special concert will be coming up in the Abbey Church at 3.30. We're going to talk a little bit more about that as we continue our conversation. Brother, as you talk about the Lenten season, now you're also a seminarian. What's the life like during these 40 days of Lent for our seminarians and just working on and praying alongside the monks. Yeah. Oh, it's busy. So <laughs> Lent, the Lenten season somehow uh, corresponds with midterm season. So there's something penitential about that, you know, uh, giving your time up for studying. But it's nice, actually, that it corresponds to that season, because in midterm season, we're all studying together. You know, we're all forming study groups. We're all trying to get study guides together. And we're all sort of feeling the same thing, feeling, oh, oh, a test is coming up. What should we do? And what are we going to study? But it helps that Lent is happening, too, because Lent is, oh, oh, the Lord's resurrection is going to happen. How can we prepare for that? So it it's it's strange, but the time in the seminary and the time in the liturgy somehow correspond and we're brought closer together because of it in seminary, because it's test season, midterm season, paper season, all of the seminarians getting together. And then it's the Lenten season, all of us getting together, making practices, uh, forming practices, getting ready for Easter. But I think that shows the applicability of the Lenten season. You know, the liturgy is not just something we do that's outside of our daily lives. In Lent, we sacrifice. We sacrifice ourselves. We sacrifice things we, we think we desire so that we can turn those towards God. That applies also to studies and to the seminary life. What in my life do I have to change to do well in school or to relate better in community so that I can more with my brothers and be more attentive to them? So there's a there's a nice talking back and forth between what we celebrate in the liturgy in the in the daily hours in the mass that we celebrate with our seminarians and then going out from there to our daily lives. It's all one big liturgy you could say. Absolutely. Brother Anselm is with us from Mount Angel Abbey. He coordinates the events with the Mount Angel Institute. They've got a few things on the calendar for the month of March during the season of the Lenten season. So we hope that you spend some time there at Mount Angel. Brother Anselm, I am coming up to a break. Stay with me and we'll continue our conversation. Talk about this beautiful concert on the Feast of St. Joseph on March 19th uh, in the next half an hour. Good morning. This is Dina Marie, and I'm continuing my conversation with Brother Anselm over at Mount Angel Abbey with our highlights from the hilltop. The Abbey is always inviting us to come and spend some time, but particularly during the time of Lent, I think what a special time to really pray, to take part in the prayer with the monks, but also they are providing a beautiful concert. <clears throat> Brother Anselm, thanks for coming back with me this morning. Oh, yes, anytime. Well, tell us a little bit about this Mount Angel Institute throughout the year you offer through the Institute, different activities upcoming mm -hmm. will be this beautiful concert. What's the mission and then this upcoming event you have for March 19th? Yeah, so the Mount Angel Institute um, is, is just a way of saying that uh, the Benedictines at Mount Angel 
have a lot of stuff going on. And a lot of it happens on the hilltop. And we want to share all of that out into the wider church, into the community. And so we formed the Mount Angel Institute as a way of organizing all those things and presenting them to the community so that the community can be enriched by the, by the Benedictine tradition, by the deep Catholic tradition that's uh, highlighted by, you know, loving beauty, loving prayer, loving community, loving environment. All of that is a way of expressing our Catholic faith and our Benedictine life. And so this concert that's coming up is a prime example of how we can share the rich tradition of music, especially expressed in the Catholic tradition. And this concert is on March 19th, which is the Feast of St. Joseph. It's bumped this year to March 20th because it's because that's a Sunday in Lent, but we're keeping it on March 19th. And the title of this concert, so March 19th at 3.30, um, the title of this is, it's a beautiful title, As the Deer Longs. That's the title, and then inaugural concert of the Mount Angel Chamber Choir. But as the deer longs, we have a beautiful mosaic of that in the Abbey Church right in front of the altar. And it's a mosaic where, you know, a fountain is springing and water is coming out. And then two deer are just there drinking from the fountain. And we pick this title um, because we know that this concert is happening in Lent. And one of the whole, one of the purposes of Lent is to transform our desire so that we're desiring not only the earthly things, but transforming that so we can desire God. And we wanted to express that in a concert. And so we've come up with a program on the Feast of St. Joseph that captures that feeling, that we all have a desire for God, we all have a desire for love and for, for something more than our daily lives can offer. And we want to express that in music. Mm. And so that's that's the that's the driving mentality of the program. And some of them, so If Ye Love Me is a title of one of the pieces we're singing. Uh, like a Deer, Secret Cervus, Like a Deer Lungs for Running Streams, that's another title. Lift Thine Eyes, that's another title. All of these are geared towards, the music is geared towards transforming the listener's mind and heart to love God. That's the point of the concert. And that, that you know, that's something we hope. It's not just beautiful music. It is beautiful music. Mm -hmm. But we hope the texts and the music itself can transform, transform the listeners, especially during this time of Lent. Yeah, it's so beautiful, Brother Anselm. I know, you know, when you hear that music and it's music that's based upon prayer, upon scripture, mm -hmm. God's word, it just resonates in our heart. Our heart desires the mm -hmm. word of God. And when it's sung beautifully, when it's chanted beautifully, it it really does transform. Tell us about the seminary choir, about the chamber choir, some of the members. I know you've been practicing for a long time for this concert, but who are all the members of these different ensembles? Yeah, so uh, the chamber choir is something that is sort of new. That's why this is this is our first concert, our inaugural concert as a chamber choir, Mount Angel Chamber Choir. It's a sizable choir, and it's not just the monks and the seminarians, but also some of the local community in Mount Angel. So 
it's not just a monk thing or a seminary thing. It really is mountain angel. It's a mountain angel thing. So uh, Mirna Keo is directing it. She helps with music. She's one of the professors here at, at the seminary. Monks are involved. The, the Scola monks are involved. The seminarians are involved. And some moms from the town are involved. So that's that's the whole, it's like a microcosm of the church coming together because they want to sing and praise God and share that. Uh, so it's a, it's really a beautiful sign. You know, as Christians, we love to sing. We should we should sing. It's a beautiful sign of God's mercy and love for us when we're able to sing and share that. And you also have the beautiful organ. Uh, oh, in fact, yeah. there are two organs, aren't there? There's there's one near the altar and then up above in the balcony. I know there'll be some organ music as well. Yes. Right. So in the concert, it's not only vocal music, but the the grand organ will be shown off, I guess, uh, in the uh, in the church. Um, Brother Thomas, our own Brother Thomas, uh, will be playing Bach, and also Father Teresa will be playing Bach, and also there will be a trumpet. There will be a trumpet concerto uh, done by one of our seminarians. So you'll get a you'll get a real variety of music. I love that because it is the Feast of St. Joseph and it is a Sunday. So even though there's that more penitential solemnity in Lent, uh, we can, you know, we can say the Gloria when when it's St. Joseph's Feast Day. So, so I think trumpet, I think Easter, but we're going to get some of that glory in the Lenten season. What a what a great treat. Oh, my goodness. So, again, this is open, free. Anybody can come on Sunday. If people wanted to take the whole day and spend time at Mount Angel, uh, give us a sense of the schedule, like the morning for Mass, and then if people wanted to just spend the day and then uh, have time with that concert at 3.30. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, Mass, we have, if you wanted to spend the whole day with us, you could start at vigils, but probably better would be to start at Mass with us. You can join the monks and the seminarians for Mass at 9 a.m. that day. And then you can spend the whole morning uh, maybe walking on the grounds, taking a hike, visiting the library. You could even go to the brewery at lunch if you wanted. Right. Have lunch at the brewery um, and then pray midday prayer with the monks and then walk around in the town also. And then the concert will be at 3.30 and it's an hour, so 3.30 to 4.30. And right after the concert, we'll have a nice reception uh, where you can meet all of the musicians and the singers. So uh, the monks who were in the choir, um, the seminarians uh, who sang, and also uh, some of the townspeople uh, will be at the at the reception afterwards. That's a way to just mingle and greet everyone. And, and again, it's it's Sunday, so it's nice to be together on a Sunday. And then if you wanted to stay longer, uh, the monks will say Vespers, will sing Vespers, um, solemn Vespers at 515 and then dinner. So it, you can you can plan a whole beautiful day. Well, it's beautiful. And then just a reminder for those who haven't been there for a while, you can walk up the hill, the Stations of the Cross. I mean, you can really have such a great pilgrimage for this Lenten season and then celebrate the Feast of St. Joseph as well. So what a treat. We've just got a couple more minutes, Brother Anselm, but I want to mention another event that is happening. And a few times throughout the year, you've got the Christian in the World series. You've got uh, Deacon Owen Cummings, who is an absolute treat for us. 
us in the Archdiocese to have him with us, but just a little bit about that Christian in the World series for people to take part in. Yeah, so um, we have a series of lectures, uh, Christian in the World, and this series of lectures is being done by a great speaker, Deacon Owen Cummings, and it's centered on loving the church and loving the liturgy. It's a celebration of Vatican II, because uh, this is this is the anniversary of Vatican II. The last one will be on April 1st. I recommend this to everyone because this one will be, uh, Deacon Cummings will lead us in a reflection on Pope Francis's letter on the liturgy, Desiderio Desiderabe. Uh, that's a quote from the Gospel of Luke. I have greatly desired, those are Jesus's words, I have greatly desired to share this supper with you before I suffer. Mm. This supper before I suffer. Beautiful words. But that's all about God's desire for us expressed in the liturgy. God gives himself to us as bread and wine. That's his desire. So he's going to be talking on that April 1st. And uh, that will be the end of this series of Christian in the World. But it'll pick up again next semester. Right, right. Well, again, it's the Christian of the World series. I highly recommend it. It's a beautiful day, uh, like nine o'clock in the morning until noon. You can mm -hmm. bring a sack lunch. You can spend the day. I think it's $15 per day to come April 1st. All of the information is on the website. So uh, brother, for all of these upcoming events, again, give us the best way for us to stay in touch with you, social media, the website for the Mount Angel events. Yeah, so if you Google, if you just Google Mount Angel Institute, it should be the first first thing that comes up. Okay, and we'll make sure to have that information always at the Matre Day Radio website and their calendar as well. Brother Anselm, thank you so much for sharing with us a little bit of your Lenten journey, and we encourage our, our listeners to join you up at the hilltop during the season of Lent, and then, of course, during the time of Easter. Would you help us with uh, closing and offering a prayer for our listeners? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty and merciful God, Thank you for the gift of your love and for the gift of your beloved Son, who we receive every Sunday at Eucharist. Send us your Holy Spirit, especially in this time of Lent, and convert our hearts so we may more love our neighbor and love you, and so spread your word throughout the whole world. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Brother Anselm. God bless you and the monks. And we'll look forward to talking with you uh, in the month of April. Yes, thank you.